Welcome to Cultural Quarter of an Hour with me, Charlotte Foster. This is a podcast all about Stoke-on-Trent and North Staffordshire. We are unashamedly positive about the area and we unashamedly sing this area's praises. We do this by looking at the area's culture. Now, this can be anything from events that are taking place, history of the area, but most importantly, it is the people. I suspect you're going to do a little groan when I tell you what today's episode is about. You might be able to pick up a bit of a clue about the episode if you just listen very, very carefully. There's lots of cars in the background. Yep, where else are there lots of cars in Stoke-on-Trent? The A500, the D road, the car park that is, that joyous road. And we are talking about the D road today. Now, don't worry, I haven't gone completely mad. I know you think I have. Um, it's actually because it's the latest feature of uh, the latest production by Deb McAndrew of Claybody Theatre. I've got an idea for a play I've got some characters I've got a problem uh, as it were the problem of the play what that is and maybe some ideas about how that's solved and some of the themes which are obviously the play is sort of set in a fictitious place around the D road um, and it's about roads really more broadly about roads the meaning of them in our lives how they affect us and in particular this one um, and it's about the uniqueness of Stoke-on-Trent as well. It's got that unique Stoke character. But there are, I'm still writing the play, so to talk to local people about their relationship with the road or whatever will feed the play. It gives me all kinds of little nuggets of things. Something was said today which will find its way in there. Um, and people say to me as well sometimes, what are you looking for, Deb, when you, you, know, when you have these sessions? And I, the, the honest answer is, I don't know. It's like when you when you dredge a pond or you dig you dig in the ground you're not quite sure what you're going to find but it's often not what you expect and always good you know or something turns up but i think as well that the, the the work of our company is to is to sort of unpack some of the things that local people in the city carry around with them and enable a conversation to be about whether it's about pollution or memories or whether it's about something like the D-Road, as iconic as the D-Road. Um, and it's not just about their memories either, although memories are good, it's also about uh, now, because the play is set now, it's not a historical play, so it's set now, it's about a family now um, and their relationship with the road right, right now, which we all have, it's on every traffic bulletin of every radio station, local radio station, you know, every 20 minutes you'll hear something about the D-Road. Even if it's running smoothly, they mention it because it's, you know, well, it's all going well on the D-Road. You know, and this, we all call it the D-Road. We don't call it the A500. Everyone has this name for it. It's got this, it's almost like a character in its own right, um, which is really interesting as a writer. That's very interesting for me. Um, but uh, all the things that we collect and people have already been sending me all sorts of anecdotes and stories that I've been collecting and photographs um, the Pottery Heritage Society is going to archive it for us um, which, not for us, for the city for everyone um, 
because heritage isn't just about collecting the past for the present, it's about collecting the present for the future, so that people and how they relate to the road today can be sort of archived and collected. And then in 30, 40, 50, 100 years' time, somebody might unpack this archive and go, oh, there was this road, and it, and everyone kind of had this relationship with it, and get a little snapshot of what life in Stoke's like in 2019, how we all live, how we get through our, our days and how we get across the city. Um, so it's full of, it's pregnant with meaning, ideas and stories and it's always a pleasure to talk to people about their lives anyway. I was going to say, the D-Road, everyone has a story about the D-Road, everyone has a relationship with the D-Road and the fact that you say we all call it the D-Road, no one ever calls it the A500. What was it in particular that attracted you to sort of do something focused around the, a road, which anyone would think sounds a bit dull. <laughs> well, I think it's because, um, like all of us, we're all searching for meaning, aren't we? And as a writer, I'm particularly interested in meaning and metaphor. And I hadn't lived. I've been lived. I've lived here since 2001, so quite a long time now. And I didn't write about Stoke until sort of 2011, 2012, 2013 was the first production. Um, and all that time I was getting to know the area, getting to know the city and its surrounding towns and villages and countryside. And I found it fascinating and it became very apparent over a, a, a period of time that the D road wasn't just a road, that it was a kind of boundary, that it was a sort of river really um, with these very different social and economic uh, and cultural groups of people living on different sides of it. And even before I thought, well, I want to write a place set along the D Road, um, I remember when we set the company up um, in 2013, sort of articulating the fact that the New Vic Theatre, which is a fantastic theatre, and, and we work there quite a lot, and I really love it, um, for many people in Stoke on Trent's on the wrong side of the D Road. And I'd sort of soaked into myself and into my ideas of the area that there was very much this divide and that people didn't go over. You know, so people on the sort of Stoke Hanley, the, the, the Stoke-on-Trent side of the D Road didn't come over to the Newcastle side and vice versa. But then when we started to make, and I said, we've got to make, make theatre on, on the other side of the D Road. Um, and we put our plays on in, St in Spode. Well, the last twice we put our plays on in Spode, which, of course, geographically is on the same side of the D Road as the New Vic Theatre. But culturally, it isn't. It's on the other side, which is a very complex thing. And when you start to think about that, you, you realise is that the D Road isn't just a road, it is an idea. It's, it, the D Road exists in people's minds as much as it exists in, in the physical world. That's a gift for a writer to explore those themes, to explore how that happens and how that becomes something in, not just in an individual's mind, but actually in the minds of an entire city, um, is, is really exciting and really interesting and um, just really fruitful in terms of stories. I know it's early days so far, but what have people been telling you um, about their relationship with the D-Road so far? Um, well, of course, there are lots of moaning, as you would expect, um, lots of complaining, but also um, 
actually quite quite fun stories, quite good stories. Um, I was just saying, poor farmers, poor farmer from Wade's told me the other day that he just started dating a girl when it when it opened, and uh, he was able to get to see her because the deer road had opened, and if it hadn't. Um, uh, he, he wouldn't have been able to that's not his wife I don't think so it's quite a long time ago um, just a, a girlfriend um, but um, yeah lots of things and in fact I haven't heard too many sad stories at the moment I did expect to hear more about accidents and about um, about sad things but actually there's been lots of lots of lovely stories somebody contacted me to tell me about how they walked along it in the snow when before it was opened and there was a thick blanket of snow and they walked down it before it was a road when it was just a cut somebody else told me that they walked along it when it was a just a cut or part of it at least um because he was a scout leader and he walked with a load of scouts down there as a sort of i don't know some kind of exercise or walk that they did um yeah people have told me all all, all kinds of things um about their their lives or experiences moving having to move as well you know um and they lived at longbridge hayes or um, and of course, the, the, all the big stories, uh, like the number of pubs that were demolished um, in Stoke, and also, of course, the cholera pit that was uncovered in the Minster churchyard, um, that was, you know, see a very big deal. And I think it was the Home Office had to come in when you're moving human remains. That's a that's a very big thing. So, um, yeah, all sorts of very fascinating and exciting stories and interesting stories and very personal things um, I had a lovely story about somebody who l- ran away lived in a caravan and you know a- along the D road and um, yeah all kinds of things mm. I've never known Stoke-on-Trent without the D road it's it's always been there but my dad used to work at ICL so I was up at Kidsgrove all the time and he used to tell me when I was back down south growing up about the D road this was and he would tell me about it but I imagined it and I've said this before as a, lit- a lowercase d for, for whatever reason rather than the uppercase d <laughs> so I couldn't understand what this road in my mind it was like you know the, the straight bit with the little bit yeah. going, a little round bit <laughs> on the side <laughs> that's my kind of my, my first impressions of the d road and I got it completely wrong <laughs> well there's lots of I mean when you ask people why is it called the d road of course many people will tell you it's because it's shaped like a d um, but then uh, there are other explanations as well um that um, it was the Derby Way as well, that, it, that, that the D was for Derby because it was going to link to Derby. Um, but, of course, it doesn't. The A50 is the, is the D road so in that way. So I think these things are lost in time a little bit. But what is interesting is um, uh, somebody, was it, I think it was Fred Hughes, sent me a, a photograph of a, a commemorative plate that Wedgwood made Um to commemorate the opening, the full opening of the D Road in 1977, where uh, uh, Prince Charles came to open the D Road, and obviously that was the Jubilee year, the Queen's Silver Jubilee. I remember being in street parties. Um, I was old enough to remember it. Um, uh, but um, this commemorative plate actually it sort of has a, a drawing of the D Road on it, and it says the Stoke D Road, Queensway. Obviously, it was called Queensway because of the Jubilee, but the Stoke D Road. So. From the moment it opened in 77, it was called that because I sort of assumed it had got, this was not a, an official name in any way and that it just got called this anecdotally over the years. But no, it was called that right from the off. So, and I've still got to really unpick as to how that happened. 
um, I need to talk to somebody who built it, basically, to try and find out. And I've got some contacts and I'm chasing a few people down. Um, and, of course, D is Roman for 500 and it's called the A500. So, it, you know, it's sort of it's got that connection. And then somebody very, um, very cute said to me, oh, it's because it was Plan D. You know, one of the critics, obviously, thinks it wasn't very well thought through. Um, which in some ways it wasn't because they moved the canal and then they had to move it back again and all that stuff that went on. Um, that it was plan D, so not plan A or B or C, plan D. Um, so there's lo- I think there's lots of reasons why it's called that and perhaps that's why it's stuck is because it just makes sense in all kinds of ways. If people want to share their stories, their memories, their experiences, their relationship with you about the D road, what can they do to get in touch? If we've got the, the rest of the drop-ins, but if people listen to this in a couple of weeks' time, let's say, can they still get in touch with you? We'd be delighted to hear from anybody at any time um, about this or any other topic, really. Um, we have a website, claybodytheatre.com. We have emails. as info at claybodytheatre.com. is probably the easiest to remember. Um, or we have a Facebook page, so you could post on there. Um, and we also have a Twitter feed as well that you can, you can contact us. Um, but obviously not everyone has these, you know, has these um, different ways of accessing the internet. Um, but um, you can always find us, find us in the city, you know, come and chat to us. Our show is on in Spode in October. Um, so uh, you can always drop into the um, Spode Visitors Centre. We haven't got t- the tickets are, on, are, are actually on sale already online and we're about to try and uh, get them launched in what we call our real world or our dirt world box office. Because again, lots of people in the city, they don't want to buy tickets online. They want to go and t- pay cash or buy card and, and buy a ticket. Um, and so we sell tickets for our shows at the Spode Visitor Centre. So go along, have a lovely cup of tea in the Pop Bank Cafe there. Look around the wonderful visitor centre and all the beautiful pots that are on display there and uh, buy a ticket for our show and get in touch that way I would love to know what you've got to think about the about the D road uh, what your memories are what your relationship with it is good or bad and Deb wants to hear those as well you can find out more ways of getting in touch with Deb at Claybody Theatre I'll put those on the on the episode notes so you can get those and you can find out ways of getting in touch and uh, helping Deb with her preparation for her production I can't wait to hear it it's going to be out to hear it to see it it's going to be absolutely brilliant I am absolutely convinced of that thank you very much to Deb for talking to me and thank you as always for listening if you want to get in touch please do at cqhpod is where I am on Twitter and you can also find me on Facebook as well cultural quarter of an hour podcast and of course back next week with even more to tell you about what's been going on in our fantastic little area